Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. Hey, y'all. Good to see you. Apparently, this is a very popular rainy day sport. This is a, I love it, indoor games. We have started in Supta Baddha Konasana, so lying down with your feet together and knees out to the sides. Also cool to grab a couple of blocks and prop yourself up in any way that feels good to you. You might want them for later. Uh, they might be good to help you keep the dogs away from yourself, like just put up a little barrier there, because some of y'all, yeah, the dogs getting outside action right now, it's tough. It's tough. We need to build a dog park with a cover. Yeah. So like anyone who wants a small business idea, there you go. There you go. Hmm. The dog people in the room are smiling ear to ear. <laughs> like, oh, that's a good idea. I'd pay for that. All right. Okay. True story. We're going to start some yoga. So in Subtabhadi Kanasana, just have general awareness that your feet are together, heel to heel, ball the big toe, ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, ball the baby toe. You're connected there. And then you can allow the heels to be as close to or far from your hips as is comfortable for you. So if this is not like a super groovy pose for you right now, you might try like switching things up in terms of that length. Another thing to do right now, uh, take your shoulder blades and just kind of like move them away from one another. So if you're on blocks, you just kind of like give a little more room for that block. If you're on the floor, it's going to slide the shoulder blades away from each other underneath you, make some space there. And let your hands rest either center line or arms open. Both are good. Bringing your attention to the back of your neck. How's it doing? And a, a good kind of frame of reference is where is your nose pointing? Right? So your neck is uncomfortable. It could be because your, your nose is tilted back toward the back wall a little bit. You might try lifting your head, sliding the top of your head, the crown of your head back in order to lengthen back of the neck, point the nose straight up. Sort of awareness of how you've set yourself up is the goal here. So you've set yourself up well to have a good experience of this practice. If you went through all of that and there's still something that's uncomfortable about this posture for you, Go ahead and change it. Maybe constructive rest, maybe shavasana. Uh, maybe if you need to sit up for any reason. I just Once you've established that it's working for you, whatever you're doing, let your eyes fall gently closed, your face soften, and your awareness come to your breath. Moments in the beginning of practice, you're just creating an awareness here. What does it feel like to breathe? You're not trying to get anywhere or do anything or change anything. And that's hard because most of us come to yoga to kind of optimize something. Right? Really, really important for us all to start where we are. Rather than trying to get somewhere, right, to, to know where we are. Like if you've got a map, you've got to know where you are on that map to get anywhere. Once you notice, right, though, there is this quality that just gets enhanced, right? It's your awareness that's enhancing what you're doing. With that awareness, right, it's just like 
You're starting to kind of tune your instrument. The meditation teacher, John Kabat-Zinn, makes a really good point. Even the greatest musicians in the world take the time to tune their instrument. We have this time to listen, right? That's what tuning an instrument is. You're ensuring that you know how that thing is playing today in these circumstances. Just as an instrument can change from day to day, depending on the circumstances, certainly our bodies can. Certainly our mental landscape can. And our emotional ecosystem. What is the water you're swimming in right now? Get there with the breath because the breath is neutral. It's even positive. It is positive to be alive and breathing. And when you're breathing, you bring your awareness down into the physical experience of you. There's also the mental and emotional component to the breath. I'm just going to keep that as the central thing of what you're doing. Notice how you're breathing. So we're going to start in the yoga practice to direct our breath in a way that helps us move our body well. So ujjayi breath. Bring your hands to your collarbones. Fingertips to collarbones go toward that notch in between. The manubrium of the sternum is down there. The little notch there. Imagine the, the vocal kind of area of the throat right down to this notch in the sternum. You're just drawing the breath in through that space and pressing it out through that space. It becomes slightly audible. Right? Those are your vocal folds, you know, just limiting how much breath is coming in at a time. Right? So you've given your breath this like one doorway in, one doorway out. It's like your breath is moving in this single file line down into your body. You're aware of it. You're able to bring yourself back to this long, thin ribbon of breath. And there will be moments in our practice where we get away from it and we think about something else. Even like when we're like thinking about like how we're moving our body, right? You'll notice so what's the quality of breathing in a moment. And if it's not this, you're just going to gently direct yourself back to this. Just back into that single file line. Got that going. Keep it going. Bring your knees together. Give them a good hug into your chest and like real, real tight up. Uh, Avoid crossing the feet, get the, uh, the feet together, and then hug the knees just as close in as they go to you. If you need to remove some blocks from underneath you, for sure do that. Then uh, be on the upper rim of your hips and just rock gently across. So you've got knees into the chest, you're rocking gently across the top of the hips. Everything's kind of tucked in tight, so the knees are together, but we're avoiding the cross of the ankle. So knees are in and feet are flexed, and you're just kind of like, you're just tucking in tight, right? 
keep the knees together, keep the feet together. Let the knees come a little further away from you. So you're walking across the center of your sacrum. even further away. You might keep your hands on them. Or you might want to let the knees go. You're going to rock across the lower rim of the sacrum. It feels like the lower edge of the hips. Good. Nice. You can take this around in circles, like you're tracing the edges of your hips on the mat. So you can take the knees by themselves. You can use your hands. So you go clockwise, you go counterclockwise. You may notice as you do this that your ankles want to cross really bad. That's totally normal. We have that one leg that wants to help the other leg stay in. Try to avoid that cross just to have an even experience on both sides. But if you do notice that tendency, it's a noticing, right? Like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Come on back to center and hips are level. You're going to keep your hips level on the floor. Take one knee in each hand and give them the spins around so you got like the, the DJ action going on. Yeah. Hips are staying level on the mat. So your hips themselves won't move. You'll be tracing circles with your leg bones. If you want to take your hands away from it, cool. You're moving your legs around in big circles. This is where in this room, we uh, did that little line of like, how close do you are your neighbor? <laughs> uh, so. You can get their, your knee all up in there, but be sure that you are like related uh, to them before you put your knee all up in anything they got going. Or like really good friends. Really good friends, fine. Good. Come on back to center with this. Give the knees a good hug in towards your chest. And then you can just gently rock your way up to seated. And here we are going to let the ankles cross. So get uh, one leg in front of the other. <laughs> For those of you that really wanted that, I know, me too. I'm gonna lift up and then we're gonna hinge about halfway down. So you have one leg crossed in front of the other, however it's comfortable for you. Then we're gonna get this rock side to side of the rib cage. So you're just gonna bring out your best 90s B-girl, B-boy action and like just, yeah. Wish I'd worn my crop top and my loose jeans, you know. By the way, those are all back in fashion and so like super happy. <laughs> will be the girl who looks like she should be on living color. I'm on the center. Seated <laughs> and uncross, recross the legs. We go the other side. Lift up, hinge forward, side to side. You guys look great doing this. Does this feel good? Yeah. Like, do you ever wonder why do I do this all the time? Why don't I just take a break some days and do this, like instead of sitting at a desk for hours and hours? Do you ever think that? You're like, I could do that. I could. I think that. I don't do this. Are you kidding? Come on, back to center, and just pause for a moment here. Draw your heart forward. This is probably the side if you chose to cross your favorite leg in front first. So it's probably the least favorite, totally fine. Get a breath. And then come on up to sit 
sit with just as much lift in your posture as you get naturally. So we're not going to force anything. We're just going to let yourself get light. Close your eyes. Let your face soften. What would this feel like if it were easy? Get real awake and aware in your body. And because we do sit so much as human creatures, getting interested in how to sit well is pretty useful. They're like, oh, I'm just sitting here doing nothing. But actually, sitting is rigorous on the body when we're doing it well. It's it's rough on the body when we're not doing it well. But when you're here, can you get still? This is not time to stretch the neck. This is not time to do shoulder rolls. We will do those things. But any movement that you're making with body and mind can stop. I'm here to remind you of that. That's my job. And then are you leaning forward? Right? Are you slumping back? Is your head tilted to a side or your shoulders hiked? All these things just go through. There's not a judgment around it. But there's like, what would feel better? What would feel more centered? What would feel more open? Right? How could you sit in a way that expresses how you want to feel? How would you sit in a way that expresses your being, right? What would this look like if it were simple? Get an imprint of that for yourself. So you can remember your seated posture when you need it. Now, okay, free-for-all on neck and shoulder stuff. Just go. Just move. Just go. Right? Like, we're all so busy. We all want to get, like, the maximum amount of, like, whatever out of our practice. But moments of stillness and moments of attention, right, they're important. So are moments of moving. Just absolutely. And the more you're intentional around those things, move when it's time to move. Go when it's time to go. Be when it's time to be. That's when the practice gets really good. As you're moving through all the things, maybe there's something that's feeling particularly interesting. There's a little neck something, a little shoulder something. Pause in a way that works with that. Give it your attention for three breaths. And just give it your attention. Like you want things to be good for this area. So often, like, I want to get rid of that thing. What about nurturing your tissues, nurturing your body with your attention? And if there's another space you want to work with, go ahead and feel that out. Again, just for three breaths, for three breaths. You can do anything for three breaths. Pause with it, listen, nurture. So you can create that environment to nurture your body. You can also create problems for yourself. And the idea is which would you rather do? How you want to spend your time here?
bring it on back to center. Just take a moment of your really light, really open seated posture. One over to hands and knees. And cat cow, press your hands down around your spine. And then reverse it. And get like really into this. Like full range of motion, full breath. Get a little more than, than like the, the usual average cat cow, right? A little more emphasis into it. Almost like, a, a for the drama nerds, almost like you were doing it on stage. Like you really had to like, you really had to emote this cat-cow thing for the whole audience. Yeah, yeah. And right, Miss right, Brown? Yeah, like good drama teacher up here. We're <laughs> just gonna like. You can always think of Mike Myers on Saturday Night Live if you want. It's trapped. Gonna get one more round through. If you were too young to know that sketch, you need it in your life, Google it. If you do yoga, you need that in your life, for sure. Come on back to center line. Tuck your toes and come on, downward facing dog. Moment, have a breath. Let it go. We're going to take right leg up and back behind. Bend the knee, open the hip. Oh, it's going to be fun. Go ahead, find your neighbor. Uh, at home, I'm I'm sorry, you're gonna find the wall or something, but yeah, go go like tap them like, like oh love tap, love taps. Back to center, downward facing duck. Pause, feel the two sides of your body after that. What's going on? Keep it simple. Inhale, left leg up and back behind. Bend your knee, open your hip. Okay. Karma. <laughs> Get your neighbor like they got you. <laughs> <laughs> breath in and then come on back to center downward facing dog cool we're going to come forward to a high plank with the inhale and then good news we're just going to go right to up dog so there will be no chaturanga there there will be later but right to up dog kind of that lazy uh lazy but really aware up dog so not sloppy you're pressing your hands down you're pressing your feet down you're pulling the heart forward and up you don't have to roll your eyes. You don't have to lift your eyebrows. Try lifting the tips of your ears like you had pixie ears, pulling up through like the, the top of the side channel of the body. Breath in. Then we're going to take knees to the mat and sit back to child's pose. Just let that soften in the upper back. Okay. Breath in. Long, slow breath out. Like you've got all the time you need. To breathe out, because you do. You came to yoga. That's what we're doing. Next inhale. Come on up to down dog. We're going to walk to the top of the mat into ragdoll. We're going to take the feet wide apart. You can bring your arms in this uh, variation to your legs. So uh, clasp your hands, take the forearms to the thighs. We're going to sit back to a half squat, half lift. So it's 
halfway lift, in a half squat. We look like we're getting ready for a football game. Everybody, we go with that. All right. You're going to bow forward. Let your head go. So that, that's what we got. We got a half squat. With a half lift, you're drawing your heart forward. You're seeing the other team's offensive line. Yeah. yeah. And then bow forward. <laughs> Do more like that. So hips, back, heart forward. And then bow. Then one more. So you bow and we're gonna pause here. Let your chest rest on your arms. Let your head get heavy. Let your chest rest on your arms. Let your head get heavy. So whatever your neighbor might be doing, we have not released the arms. Letting the chest, arms, legs, they come together. Press your feet into the floor. Ball the big toe. Ball the baby toe. The heels will be grounded, but we're not going to focus the pressure there. You're going to work with the balls of your feet. Pull lightly out. Keep your rib cage to your arms. Let your head go. And now you may have this sense, and I want, like, before we do anything, don't do anything before you just, like, check in. Do you have the sense that the arms are extra and you could lay your ribs to your legs. If you have that sense, go ahead and try for that. Just slide the arms out of the way. If the ribs do indeed touch the thighs, you are there. Go ahead and wrap your arms around one another. Let the elbow points drop heavy to the floor. If your ribs and your thighs are not together, that is not a problem. You're just going to put the arms back in there. Breath in. Breath out. Then we'll release hands to mat, walk feet together. Big toes touching, if that's possible, in your body, heels slightly apart. That would be the, the traditional, when we say walk feet together, that's what we mean. However, for some of us, that's not going to work, and you want to be a little further apart, that's cool. I want the feet parallel. Right? So feet parallel, bend your knees down, deep crouch, nose toward knees, knees toward nose. Pull your heels up and around. And then inhale, heels go down, heart forward, half lift. Exhale, you need to crouch down again. Lift your heels, knees to chest, nose in the knees. And then halfway lift, breathe in. Yeah. Straighten legs to any degree. You can keep your fingertips on the floor. Two more of those. Crouch low, pull your heels up. Jimmy Chuasana. And then heels down, draw your heart forward. And then heels up, just tight. And heels down, heart forward. This time you're gonna keep the heels down, you're gonna fold forward over the legs, hug in, you can wrap the arms around the legs, give yourself a little extra. And then abdominals in, roll up to standing, mountain pose, arms overhead. We exhale, we're gonna draw hands together, heart center. Close your eyes, soften your face. You are here. And bring back that uh, idea of like tuning your instrument. Right? Feel your breath moving. What's the quality? What's the tone? How is that connecting to the way you're standing? Right? One technique we use every exhale 
You're pressing your feet into the floor. There's a squeezing in of the musculature, pressing into the hands. The inhale, you feel this lift and an expansion. And exhale starts from the feet again, legs. So there's a pairing of the sensation of your body, the sensation of your breath. It's already here when we're standing still. We're going to use it when we move. Empty, ground your feet and inhale, lift your heart, lift your arm, mountain pose. Exhale, bring hands to heart, sending hips back and folding forward. Chest to thighs, thighs to chest. Bend as much as you need for that to happen. Halfway lift, flat back. We're going to go hands to shins for this one and press hands back, heart forward. Plant your hands, step back to a high plank or bend your elbows, chaturanga, low plank. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Good. Look forward, walk or lily hop to your hands. Press your feet down, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. I to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lily hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, full. One more round. Breathe in. Reach up. Breathe out, full. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Down dog, pause. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Look to your right foot. Turn the toes out to the diagonal. Look at your right foot. Turn your toes to the diagonal so that uh, you can lay your foot flat. Press the foot down into the mat. Bend your left knee. Now you're going to give a little twist to this. You're going to hike the right hip up. Look under your right arm. Press your right hand down and forward. Breath in. And breath out. Then come back to center. Feet parallel. To your left foot, turn the left toes to the diagonal so you can lay the left foot flat on the mat. Bend your right knee. 
then send the left hip up and back. So there's a turning, there's a twist, and you press your hands down and forward. Hike the hip up, breathe. Elongate from hand in front, pressing down and forward to the hip, lifting up and back. Good. And then come back to center, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, fingertips on the mat, draw your heart forward and heel toe your feet hip distance. Keep pulling your chest forward as you step your right leg back, low lunge. Then reach up for crescent. When you exhale, you're going to bend your front knee, sit as low as you go, keep your hips real heavy here, then lift your chest up. Hands to heart, then the mat. You can step to down dog or child's pose. You could also be chaturanga. To upward facing dog and downward facing dog. Breathe in, take your right leg back and up behind you, three legged dog. Bend your knee, draw it into your chest, rock forward, take a big step. Good. Good. Press into your feet, come up crescent. Sit low. Lift your chest, go up and back. Hands in, reach them forward, step up, top of the mat, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Really nice. Squeeze, lift, exhale, Fold. Press your feet into the floor as you go. Breathe in. Fingertips on the floor. Lift halfway and heel toe your feet out once to hip distance. Chest pulls forward as you step the left foot back. That's your exhale. And you stay here on the exhale. It's the inhale that lifts your chest and then your arms. Full exhale to sit as low as you can go. Steady that. Then lift. Hands to heart, then the mat. You could step to down dog, child's pose, or take it through chaturanga. Yeah, kick things if you're angry. <laughs> Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Inhale, left leg, backing up behind you. Bend your knee, draw it into your chest. Rock forward, step. Press into your feet, lift your chest, lift your arms. Exhale, deepen this with control and steady it there. Lift your chest, go up and back. Then hands in. Step up, top of the mat, feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. Spine in, heart forward, squeeze the upper back muscles, even if they're tired from yesterday. And exhale, fold, fold. Good. 
Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, we're gonna sit back to Ukatasana. Then lift your chest, breathe here. Good. Bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. End of the exhale. Step your right foot forward to your right hand, stay. Look to your back foot, turn it flat at the diagonal. Draw your heart forward now. Pull your right hip in towards center. Oh, yeah, there. Keep that next inhale up, warrior one. Maybe you just experienced warrior one stands for the first time. Hands to heart center, then to the mat. Step back down dog or low push up. Breathe in upward facing dog. Breathe out downward facing dog. Look to your left hand, step your left foot forward. You got plenty of time. Okay. On the inhale, back foot turns flat, pull your heart forward. Now left hip, pull it in. Now you're gonna have to babysit it. Keep it pulled in as you come up toward one. It's gonna try to pull out, don't let it, sit low. Then hands to heart and the mat. Step back, high to low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Breathe in, take your right leg up and back behind you. Breathe out, bend the knee into your chest. Rock forward, big step on the center line of your mat. Front foot pointing straight ahead. Back foot turns flat, pause here. So you've got your feet on one track, front toes are pointing straight ahead. Right arm to the outside of your right knee, press the knee into the arm. Feel that action? Keep that going. Warrior two, come up around. Keep the action. Keep the action. Pretend your arm is still there. No, nobody likes it. <laughs> this is how you keep your knees in good shape. Outer hip strength. Unless you are doing a lot of like martial arts or interpretive dance in your life, you're probably, like most of us, in need of this action. And if you are doing a lot of martial arts and interpretive dance, good. Good for you. <laughs> Sit low, breathe in, reach both arms up. Keep the knee opening over the ankle. Then exhale, hands to the mat. Step back, high to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Try to take any of that angst and put it into your breath. Put it where it's useful. That's energy you could use. Downward facing dog. Use your energy wisely for you. Inhale, left leg up and back. Exhale, knee into your chest. Big step, center line. Back foot turns flat. Pause here. We're not going anywhere for right now. You're taking your left arm. You're putting it beside the leg. And you're feeling what it's like to press the knee into the arm. That action never stops in warrior two. It is the action of warrior two. Press your feet down. Come up. And then again, check in with that action. Still going in the outer left hip. Breathe. Breathe. Breathe and steady your mind. You're here because you wanted to come to yoga. You get real upset about what we're doing right now. But, right? Save the angst for the stuff that's really in need of that, right? 
Because there's stuff that you can complain about in this world for sure. Being on a yoga mat is not one of them. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, take your hands to the mat. Step back, you go down dog or child's pose or chaturanga, something that does not make you miserable. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And downward facing dog, breathe out. Knees to your mat, take child's pose wherever you are. Let your face soften, your eyes close, breathe. And yeah, it's not, yoga's not always going to be easy. It's not. But we choose to come to this mat for, for positive reasons. And recentering on that helps. Our human mind is so drawn to negativity. For some of us, we grew up in a way that was like, almost like we're going to get a prize for how much we could suffer or struggle. The harder you work, the more points you get. Do you know that's not true? Like, we're not getting any points for that. Has anyone gotten a merit badge for suffering? Because I want one. Sew it on. I'll learn to sew. That they're gone. But we're not getting those. You're getting points for how much you enjoy your life. Next inhale, come on up for downward facing dog. Breath in. Breath out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold forward. And take your right leg, cross it behind your left. Press your feet down, draw your heart forward, a little bit of halfway lift there, as far as you go with your fingers on the floor or blocks, and then bow. And then let your hips slide over to the right. See what that does for you. Just go there and just pause. Note what it does for you. Don't change it. Let your head drop. If it's not okay, it's not okay. But if it's okay, it's okay. Then bring it back to center. Feel even in both feet. And take it to the other side. And again, oh no, keep the legs crossed, but you're taking your hips to the other side. Yeah. And again, this may not be like where it's completely at for you, but it's a different experience. Breathe in. Breathe out. Come back to center. Unwind, unwrap feet together. Unclench your toes, unclench your teeth. Do a little halfway lift here. And then as you exhale, fold and take the left leg behind the right. Plant both feet. Just get to a, whatever arrangement you get to where they're both evenly planted and bow over them right at center right now. Breath here. Breath out. There's nothing to change. There's nothing to manage. You're going to take your hips over to the left and just let them sway over there. Stay, breathe. Slowly back to center. Center up. Center up and feel what, what you feel. Then other side. And this is just moving the hips to the other side. Let 
your head drop, but any wrinkles on the forehead soften. Good. Undo that, come on back to center, feet together. And we're gonna go with toes touching if you can and heels touching if the toes are touching. So if you can get your feet together and just like snuggled up there, so just they feel so snuggled. You're gonna lift your heels and crouch down to a little, uh, like a little leapfrog-like position. We're not gonna leapfrog, nobody freak out. Your feet are together, you're trying to keep, so here's the game, here's the game kids. You look at your foot, the ball, the big toe, big toe area, that's touching. The inner edge of your heel, they're touching. So if it's possible, you do that. Your hips are low, down close to your heels, as close as yours go, right? Then for all of us, like just, just, let, just let it sit in here, like you're just sitting, right? Now press into your feet and bring it so you're not sitting so heavy on that. Oh, okay, this is the start position. From here, squeeze your legs together, drop your head, lift your heels. Back to the uh, Christian Louboutin yoga practice. And then sit. Again, but not dropping, just to that hover. Squeeze legs together, drop your hips. Sit, but don't drop the weight of the hips yet. Yes, squeeze. And sit. One more time. Squeeze. And sit. All the way down and let that go. So you're supposed to do 108 of those. We're going to sit down and onto our backs, hug the knees in. <laughs> so you do 108 of those really fast every morning. And, you know, apparently that's going to change your life. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that actually in India, not from Instagram. I learned that in India, in an ashram. Um, and you do it really fast and get your breath going. It's like... It's a breathing exercise, actually. Believe it or not, it's a breathing exercise. <laughs> All right, from here, take the soles of your feet to the mat, arms by your sides, have a bridge pose, right? That just like, opens the front body up, right? Just like, this is not the bridge pose that you need to be like real, like rigorous with, just like get open front of the body, let things air out. Breathe in, breathe out. Then as you're here, right? So you just got this like bridge pose that you kind of just like, oh, yeah, this feels good. Start to walk your shoulder blades underneath you if that feels good too. So now you got open hip creases and openness across the shoulders and you're just kind of like liking this. Right? Just take yourself to a point where you're liking this. Right? And if you find yourself as like, like you have a bad attitude and you can't like this, like investigate that. And just like be gentle around that, but investigate that. Like if you need to stop at any time because your attitude just tells you like, this is it, fine, totally fine. Just get to like know your own mind, your own heart. Breath in and slowly come on down. Good. Breath in, breath out. And go for another bridge like that. Like own it, like it, or wheel. Plant your hands, come on up, own it, like it. It's okay to do either one. It's okay to try at that wheel and not make it. It is okay to do that. There are no points off in this life for trying something and deciding you don't like it.
Good. Once you you got this, right? Can you get a little more expansive with it? Is there something else? Something good to free up? Not like do you have to do more? Could you just like free up more? And then slowly make your way down to your back. Yeah. You're gonna take the feet out wide to the edges of the mat. You may need to stagger with your neighbor in here. We got windshield wipers, twist side to side, knees side to side. So yeah. If you knock knees with your neighbor, please learn their name after class. That's just the appropriate thing to do. You don't have to buy them dinner or anything like that. Like, Really nice. Breath in and breath out. A couple more rounds. Go slow. There's, there's, there's no benefit to this one going fast. Okay. Back to center. And bring these in. Take your arms out like cactus or goalposts on the floor. Knee side to side, belly twisting pose. And again, you're just going to find like some, you're going to get in tune with your neighbor. Right? That's the thing. Like musicians, like they tune their instruments themselves. You also got to tune your instrument to the other players, right? So that's yoga class. You get in tune, your breathing with your neighbors. It's one of the things that feels so cool about this, right? We're breathing together, we're moving together. It's okay if every once in a while you bump into each other. Totally fine. Keep both shoulder blades down as much as you can. If you're going further than that with your knees, right, you're just rolling over. You're not twisting. Press the opposite shoulder blade to the mat. Good. I mean, there's nothing wrong with rolling over. Like, you could roll side to side and have a very therapeutic experience. But if you want to twist, press both shoulder blades down. One more round through. Good. I come up back to center. And knees to nose, nose to knees, curl in. You're going to rock to seated, and you're going to turn toward the left side of your mat. So everyone in here is going to turn toward the love wall. And we're going to sit in a, uh, and, and you're at home, throw everyone to. We're going to sit in a bent knee straddle. So you're going to sit in a, a bear, bear stance. I don't know why it's called bear stance. kind of get it. I kind of get it. Lift up, sit tall, and then take your hands out in front of you. Like you're going to bow into straddle, but you're staying in bear stance. And you're just going to pull your fingertips into the floor. You're going to pull your heart forward. And look at the little, uh, little suction cup fingers. Pull back, pull spine in. Usually like the hip creases feel this a little bit. Anybody? Everybody? Good. Breath in and breath out. Come up to sit upright. And then what we're going to do with this bear stance, return into a 90-90, sit to your right. So just flip the knees to your right. In here, we'll be facing the front wall with this. At home, you'll be facing the front edge of your mat. Okay, so you've got a 90-degree angle, that's where the 90s are, in both knees. Hands on either side of the front leg, pop up so that you can lay yourself on the outer edge of your thigh. That's an important part, right? So I was sitting, I don't know if you can see this, I was sitting on my, my sitting bone, 
and then I'm sitting on the outer edge of my thigh. This is where I want to be here, where you want to be here, outer edge of the leg. Lift up, bow over the thigh bone, and just pause. This may not be where you end up. Um, pause and assess. If you are getting a good thing here, stay. If you're not getting anything there, it does not mean you've advanced. It just means that your hips are a certain shape. So just, just take this, like, just take this, like, it's just, this is what it is. It is not more advanced to do different variations on poses, particularly with the hips. We're all differently shaped. So if you haven't, like, looked around the room, we're all differently shaped. And that starts at our bones. If you're not feeling anything, lift up and walk yourself so that you're diagonal and you're bowing toward your foot. And as you move across, if you start to feel something and you weren't feeling something before, then you're in the right spot. If you're still not feeling anything, one more, one more technique here. Press both legs down into the floor, particularly the right shin bone and the left knee. So front shin bone, back knee, pressing down. Breath in and breath out. If you need to find a space in between these two, do that for sure. You can, you can play around with that. But once you get somewhere, stay. Inhale, come on up slowly. We're gonna take your left hand to your right knee. That's bringing left arm across the body and twist. This looks so beautiful. Can you see this? Do you see around the room? Like this is like, okay. press hand to knee, knee to hand. And then slowly undo it. Come on back to center, back to that bear sit. You're just going to catch your shins in the bear sit. Pull your, your chest up, spine in. Take a moment. Then we're going to the other side. So everything we just did, you're going to do to the uh, back of the room here and uh, home, back of your mat. And uh, you're just going to take a moment. Hands on either side of the front leg. Lift up. Be sure you're on the outer edge of the leg. What you'll feel grounding you is called the greater trochanter of the femur. It's the, the leg, bumpy, bony, sticky, outy part at the top of the hip. Not your sitting bone. Your sitting bone's going to be kind of underneath. Lift up, bow over the left, left thigh. So you're aligning your spine down your femur bone. And just going to pause here. And even if this is not where you stayed last time, there is a chance that it could be what this side needs. Right, so I'm going I'm to break everyone's heart and just say that your left leg is not your right leg. Never has been. Uh, Skeletally, you might have slightly different arrangement of the bones. That's not a deformation. That's just normal. There's a, there's a variation. 
or all of us. Also, if you've ever been injured in your life on one side or the other, right? ever had a surgery on one side or the other, things are going to be different between the two legs. So what we're going to do, what yoga asks us to do, is just be aware. What's this doing for you? Is this good? Do you need to adjust, deepen it, lessen it? Or it's like nothing going on here. And if nothing's going on here, literally that's what we're looking for. It's like, I just have no idea why I'm even like doing this. I mean, not existentially, but like physically you don't feel anything. Start to walk yourself toward the foot. Right? And then if you start to walk yourself toward the foot and you get a better sensation by bowing slightly or all the way to the diagonal, stay with that. If you're still not feeling much, really focus on pressing shin bone and right knee down. And if there was an advanced version of the pose, it would be that. If we worked with advanced, right? it's the ability to keep that connection to the ground, keep your breath, and stay in a position where your body is being challenged in a stretch. Next inhale, come on up to your hands. Sit tall and then right hand to left knee. You're gonna take this diagonal twist, press the knee into the hand, hand into the knee. Continue to press right knee down, the, the right knee, that back knee. That's really the anchor point here. Do that slowly, come on back to center. Back into the bear sit, which we're gonna change into a Bhattakanasana. Bring your feet together, knees out to the sides, arms to the legs, and gentle bowing in. Come up to seated. Take a moment. Just let your hands rest lightly on your legs, your lap some way. Just remember, literally remember, put back into your body that feeling of lightness, that lifted, seated posture that's easy. It's creating ease. 
There's some work involved, but it's light. Enough to let you know you're here. You're well aligned. Have a breath. Undo that and rotate back toward the front of the mat as you come down onto your back. Hug your knees into your chest. Take happy baby from here or any other finishing pose you like. Try to keep things pretty calm, pretty still. I'm so happy baby. Drop the hips heavy. Keep yourself at center. Let yourself ground. Right? So we, uh, we call it happy baby. Technically, it's dead bug pose. Right? For a very good reason. Like It is really not about grabbing your feet and rocking like a baby. It is about dropping your hips heavy, your shoulder blades heavy, the back of your head heavy, and getting that spinal column ready for Shavasana. Which guess what? Cheery thought, guys. Shavasana is corpse pose. So you're going right from dead bug into corpse. That is the reality. So when you are ready to make that happen, you do. And it's a really important part of yoga that we probably don't talk about enough because we don't want to scare you away. Right? We want you to come back to yoga. Right? But it's actually a really important part of the physical emotional, mental practice, this letting go of life. Not your being, right? In Shavasana, corpse pose, what we recognize is that our being extends beyond this life, whatever that means to you. That the stuff of your life, the stuff of being you, that stuff dies away here. We allow ourselves to relinquish it the roles, the responsibilities, the worries, our personality, right? our constructs and our creations. We let them ebb away and we're left with the being. The practice of coming back to ourselves. Recognizing that this light is finite, this one we know about, and returning to ourself, our being, as often as we can, so that we live in accordance with ourself. Not our stuff, but ourselves. That's what this is about. these few moments to be here as a witness to yourself. And enjoy being alive.
begin to breathe more deeply here to direct the breath through the body to awaken right? the acknowledgement of breath is life. So before we move the physical body, you're still, you haven't moved your hands or your feet. You have brought what is most important, most central in. Right? And it's tempting. Like it's lying still makes us want to wiggle. Right? But as you come out of Shavasana, the first thing you do is move your breath. Prana, life force. It's not in your fingers and toes. It's not in what your arms do or where your legs take you. It's in your breath that moves in and out. Then we take that breath, we intensify our relationship with it in a visualization. The imagery of the breath moving out through the body, infusing the entire body with that prana, that life force that's coming from center, moving outward. That's when we start to gently move around at fingers and toes just to find the boundaries of self, right? The body that you are living in, the edges of that. Right? That's the coming awake, coming alive after Shavasana. Roll to your right side. This is another important pose. It's rocking to... Traditionally, they're right. doesn't have to be. At this moment of liminal space, child dreaming pose. You're bringing yourself back to that part of yourself, the dreaming child, and even for just a moment of each day, of each practice. Sense of wonder that is part of our being. And come up to seated, taking your time and arranging yourself well. Again, you're just trying to sit in a way that feels centered. You're neither leaning forward nor back. Pay attention at your hips for that. Can you lift your chest? Can you stack your shoulders over your hips and open the front of your body in a way that's not forced, that's not rigid, that's not you presenting yourself for anything? Right. Your body is for living in, not looking at. And bring your hands together at heart center. And then thumbs to forehead center. That rocked y'all. Thanks so much. Namaste. Super stuff. Really special. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Go do the rest of your day like that. <laughs> like, so good. So good. Bye guys. So good to see you.